everybody. Welcome back to episode five of Being Human Cast. I'm Suzanne. And I'm Andy. So we're back. Five episodes. Wow. We're on a roll now. Yes. We will be on a roll. So you should have heard two weeks ago our first mini, um, first mini episode. And, uh, hope you enjoyed that. Um, and, uh, and now we've got our next big major episode. So, uh, uh, and it's a bit of a different one, this one. Um, it was supposed to be myself, Susie, and uh, a guest who I'll talk about a bit in a minute. But uh, unfortunately, Susie couldn't make it because you were off busy working, weren't you? You were earning some money. Yes, I was. I was off having fun also. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, okay. Oh, no, well, no, no, no. I was, I was working. Sorry. Sorry, Andy. Yes, I was working the whole time. Yeah. I, I I saw some pictures you sent on twi- on Twitter and stuff, and uh, you were in some scarily big meeting rooms doing some big presentations and stuff. So, um, oh, right. <laughs> so anyway, um, episode five is a bit different because we aren't going to be discussing uh, one of the episodes of being human. Instead, we're going to be discussing the music from the the first season of being human, uh, the music that's gone into the shows. But before we get to that, in terms of just general bits and pieces of news and stuff, obviously season two is still continuing um, in the UK. At the time of recording this, we've still seen no news on when season two will air in the US, which is obviously a cause of much annoyance to Susie. Um, and uh, apart from Very, that, the, very much annoyance. Yeah, well... It wouldn't be so bad if you knew when it was coming back. I mean, this is the frustration I have with US shows, things like Chuck. Um, yeah, we know that season three of Chuck will air in the UK. Just no one seems to know. Well, at least the time of recording this, no one seems to know when it's when it's going to be on. And uh, I don't know how it works in the US, but the channels over here tend to have like you get the big promo thing where I'm saying coming soon to you know X Y Z, you know, and. Um, They'll keep saying coming soon, coming soon. Then, like the night before it airs, they'll change it to say starting on the 25th. You know, so unless you happen to be watching it like the day before, you don't realize that they've actually, you know, and uh, I don't know if they do that in the US, but it's very annoying. <laughs> so. Yeah, they do that over here. They tell you when something's going to be coming on and they say, you know, catch an all new episode, you know, such and such date. And they keep announcing it and announcing it. Well, the problem, still, the problem we have is that when they've got a series coming back, what they tend to do is they'll spend three weeks announcing that the series is coming back, but without any date. So you know it's coming back soon, but you don't know when. And then they'll subtly change the advert to add in the date. But they'll do it right at the last possible minute before it airs, so that it's really hard to spot. So anyway, I'm, I'm digressing. And the subject of other shows and things... <laughs> Um, on the BBC website, there is a blog entry up there around Russell Tovey's new BBC Three show, uh, which, uh, um, if you, well, for those of us that can access that, is worth clicking on the link and uh, seeing the, their video diary for the behind-the-scenes tour of that show, uh, which I believe is called Young, Unemployed and Lazy. Um, and according to the BBC website, is about Stephen Becky an ultra-lazy 20-cent couple who just want to be left to milk the state. Um, and let's face it, if it's got Russell in it, it's going to be funny, isn't it? So, yes. <laughs> um, looking forward to that. Um, apart from that, there's 
not a lot of other big news to talk about. Most of the stuff that's out there has been out there for a while now. I think we're just all waiting to see um, what happens with more information on the US version of being human and when you go get our series too. So, um, well, I did find a whole bunch of news, though. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Until you looked at the date. <laughs> we, we had we had a temp, temporal anomaly, didn't we? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we uh, we got very excited. We found all this news and then realized it was for 09. <laughs> it was confusing me completely. So I was thinking, God, I'm sure I've seen that. And I'm sure I've seen that. And yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> oh, dear. Joy. It's late. It's cold. It's been a long day for me because it's snowing here. Yes, it's, folks. Oh, just heavily snow. I know. That's completely destroyed most stereotypical views of Texas, but it is snowing in Texas. As and I we tweeted record. the pictures, too. Yeah, you have to try and you have to share, post a, uh, a picture of snowy Texas up on, uh, up on the site sometime. I know, it's the end of the world, I'm telling you, dude. It's the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to believe Texas isn't snowy. It can't be snowy. It's just not right. I know. So So that's pretty much all I've got in terms of uh, news and bits and pieces. So have you got anything else you want to talk about before we get into talking about tonight's show? Nope, that's it. Cool. Um, Okay. Well, as I said, tonight we're going to be, uh, well... The discussion is about uh, the music from Being Human. Um, what happened was um, Odile, who is one of the hosts of the UK Firefly podcast, Sending a Wave, uh, contacted us right back. I think it was actually she commented when we posted the first episode up that she was surprised that we hadn't talked more about the excellent music that you hear in Being Human. And part of the reason for that was that I, I guess Susan and I didn't really feel we could talk about the music because we didn't know that much about it whereas yeah. uh Adil has actually spent quite a lot of time looking into the music finding tracking down a lot of the tracks and so on and so forth and there's some uh, links and bits and pieces that i'll include in the show notes r- related to that um but um we got together with Adil a few days ago and uh, recorded the show you're about to hear where it, it's it's a real eye it was a real eye opener for me i mean you'll hear me mention this as we go through the you don't realize until you talk about it the amount of time it must have taken to have found some of the music that they used in the show you know music that's used just because of a few you know a few words in it or the name of the song and it might only be for a clip of the song but all of the music it ties to the show so well and and not just music that's been written for the show. I mean, music they've gone out and found that still ties back to the the story arc. So, uh, so we'll, and it we'll, flows well. It flows very well. Oh, very well indeed. So, so that's what we were talking about. Um, but I guess before you hear that, um, we'll give a promo. But oh, and I should say as well, Adil has recorded a why she loves being human. Um, unfortunately, due to uh, the way that I actually scheduled the the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did the planning. Um, it would have been nice if you'd heard uh, Adil's while of being human before we ran the episode of Adil for discussion. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have made sense. But however, um, we're not doing that. So what you're actually going to have <laughs> is you're going to have Adil talking about being human tonight. And then in two weeks' time, 
I will run Odile's Why She Loves Being Human. So, um, so come back in two weeks and you can hear a bit more from her. So, but in the meanwhile, so they'll get a double Odile. Yes, a double deal. <laughs> so, but before we get to that, um, let's uh, let's listen to a promo. In a world where we wait for a new Farscape series. One small crew sends out a beacon of hope to scapers everywhere. Hi, this is Ben Brown. Hi, I'm Claudia Black. Hi, I'm David Franklin. Hi, this is Rayleigh Hill. Hi, this is Paul Goddard. Hi, I'm Gigi Edgeley, and you're listening to Escape Cast. Hi, everyone. Attention. Last time in our hero's journey. La, la, la. Well, you are, she says as she's knocking John out with her rifle. I'm Wendy Hembrock with the news. Yeah, baby, it's time once again. My word. Amen. L-M-N-O-P. You know, I'm tired of these mother frilly things. Of my mother throwing Leviathan. Holy cannoli. I'll feed the vampire slayer. We'll be dead. Oh no. You can find the Skatecast at skatecast.org. Every time I think that there's more to you than a pair of pushed up loomers and a corset. If only we had some way to keep up our stamina. Naughty mist. Does mommy know your hair? Oh no, mommy doesn't know. Here's a rematch, Crichton. What a lovely fantasy of family reconciliation. Where's your neck? Shut up. The Skatecast. Your guide to the wonders of Farscape. So, what have we got left to look forward to? Us refugees. The flotsam and jetsam of death. Maybe. If we still deserve such a thing as mercy, we find each other. Okay, well, it gives me great pleasure to welcome a special guest to the Being Human cast, the awesome Adil from Sending a Wave. Yep, Sending a Wave, hello. (laughs) So welcome, Adil. Hello, thank you for having me on. So... No, you're very welcome. Um, right back when we first uh, posted up, our, I think it was our first ever um, sort of Being Human cast podcast, yeah. um, Adil commented that um, we hadn't really mentioned much about the music, um, and she was correct. Um, yeah, I, I was very surprised you didn't, because to be honest, in the first episode, I think one of the things that hooked me was one track they used at the beginning, and I thought, wow, and that works so well. And because of that, I went and had a look online to find what the track was because I didn't know it. And then I realized what the title of the track was and I thought, I like it. And then I I looked into it a bit more. So I think part of the reason why Susie and I hadn't really talked about the music much was, in all honesty, was because we didn't really know much about the music. So um, so as Adil had already been and done the hard work... We thought, well, let's just get her on the uh, on the show and talk about it. Now, I probably should explain why you're not hearing Susie's voice at the moment. Um, as we as and well, as we talk now, Susie's busy off working, uh, even though it's the weekend. Poor thing. Yeah, one of us have she's, to. Well, someone's got in some money around here. So, but um, so she may appear um, if she comes online while we're talking. Then great, we'll uh, we'll, be, yeah, we'll join that'd in. That'd be nice. But uh, otherwise, I'm afraid you're just stuck with me. <laughs> and me. So, um, okay. So, um, I, well, I guess quite fortuitously as well. Um, we've been planning to talk about music for a while now. 
And just yesterday, the, the BBC Being Human blog team actually posted an entry up on the blog all about the music and being human. So, well, at I'll, least I'll link, on the, yeah. about the last two episodes. Yes, but the recent uses, yeah. so season two, which um, as we're trying to avoid talking about season two too much because yeah. of obviously people listening to this in the US haven't seen it yet. Um, but I'll link to that in yeah. the, the show notes. And, and to be honest, a there's there. a lot of the things I'm going to talk about or refer to. I've uh, I've had a look on the other podcast, uh, blog and mm-hmm. uh, where they were talking about the music. And uh, and one of the things I found, I found, which I thought was really interesting, is they they decided to try to, to make the music relevant to uh, what was happening on screen, but not just for the mood of the music, but by the title or the lyrics in the, mm-hmm. that you could find in the uh, in in that uh, song, and they did that as a kind of an homage for uh, to an American uh, an American werewolf, because okay. I don't know if you if you knew I didn't know until yesterday, but uh, when John Landis did uh, decided on the song for the, for an American in werewolf, an American werewolf. Every track had to have the word moon in it. Huh. And, I didn't uh, know that. And they decided to do something quite similar for it. So I thought, I thought that was quite funny to know and uh, interesting. Oh, okay. um, but as I said at the beginning, one of the things that really made me want to know more about the music they used was, uh, do you know, in the first episode when um, uh, George... Uh, can't change into the hospital and he goes in the wood <laughs> yeah. and uh, the music and everyone, used, everyone's in the wood yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that they, they're using uh, the Arctic Monkeys for, and the, the track is When the Sun go- Goes Down and I thought that was yeah, that just worked just knowing the uh, I mean the the music and the pace just work. Yeah, because so I guess it's one thing. I mean, a lot of I mean, a lot of shows that um, I, I guess we both watch and like. Yeah, you know, I guess specifically Firefly being one of them, obviously. But uh, you know, there's music that's been specifically written and composed to fit and add and all make to the storyline um so that you know that that's one thing but i i guess they've they've gone the extra step of not just having music that's written for the show but also finding commercially available music yeah. which fits the storyline as well which must be much harder to do because take get send a composer this is the script right sync the fit this is one thing going out and finding music that, from that around the world yeah hmm one of the things that they were saying is like when they decided to do that, often when they walked on the on the set, people would just start shouting words or names of songs because there'd be something relevant. And he said that was getting quite distracting after a while. <laughs> um, how do you want to do that anyway? Do you want to have a look at episode by episode and what I think of some of the songs they used or? Um, and, I, I don't mind. Think, However, yeah, you feel like doing it. So, I mean, um, just. So, Go, sorry, go on. Fine. In, in the first episode for me, it was like the um, when the sun goes down, just works so well. And then, mm-hmm. and then when it changes in the house, uh, they use one of the prodigy uh, music, which works so well because it's so uh, hard and so uh, aggressive. And the title of it is "Smike My Something Herp." I don't know how, uh, what kind of um, a tag you've got on the. Uh, 
on the podcast. So I will express it. So you, no, no. title, but it's my my bitch up, which is you know fairly hard uh, track and quite aggressive, which works so well for a werewolf changing in a in a house anyway. And uh, another thing they used in that song, uh, in the uh, episode, which just works so well, is uh, towards the end, uh, it's one of Johnny Clash's songs called Hurt. And mm-hmm. it's right at the end when, um, after Becca dies, mm-hmm, and, yeah. uh, and you've got um, uh, Mitchell back in the house. And, uh, and it's just like they're using that song right behind. I don't think you ne- hear any of the, uh, the lyrics, but the, the mood of it, it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and when you know the song, it kind of just works so well. So uh, in the first episode, those are the ones I really, really like. They, they use other stuff, but these three just sum up so well the episode. And, um, and another group they use quite regularly is uh, Supergrass. And okay. they use it for the title, and it's St. Petersburg. And it just, that, you know, they use only a few seconds of it when uh, mm-hmm. the, the title, the Being Human title comes up. And it's just mm-hmm. that kind of a happy but melancholic kind of tune that just works so well yeah. with, um, with the whole show. So I, I thought those were nice. Um, that's my yeah, first wow. episode of music that I like. I mean, I don't know, oh, I've never actually spent the time going and checking, but I've heard a lot of stuff around how they had to change some of the music that's on the DVD release from the original episodes um, because of some licensing issues and yeah. so on and so forth. But I've never actually spent the time to directly sort of compare the TV, you know, when it's repeated on TV against the DVD, trying to spot how the, prevalent that is. I mean, do, have you noticed a lot no, of that? I, or? I haven't, because once it was on TV, I kept them on my uh, on my Sky Plus, but as soon as I got the DVDs, I deleted the, the mm. thing on my Sky Plus because I just want to use the space for something else. <laughs> so Goes quick. not really able to uh, to check it, but... So I don't know how much they had to change, but I gathered you've got like the 30 second rule where you can use something without needing any um, any uh, permission. And then after mm. that, so you need to be quite careful. So yeah. maybe they had to change. But they did mention in one of the blog that it was quite difficult. Some of the, the track they wanted to use, they couldn't because mm. it would be too expensive to use. So it's a shame. Which I, which I guess hearts back to, we have to remember how, relatively speaking, small a budget yeah. uh, being here, especially season one, you know, had yeah. um, compared to a lot of other shows and TV. You just sort of presume that they'll just go get whatever music they like and they literally couldn't afford to. So, but... Uh, Hmm, okay. Okay. Uh, in episode two, they've got yep. they used one group quite a bit called the Coral. That I'll it's Coral C O R A L, which I didn't mm-hmm. know before, but because I looked into the music and I thought they their tracks were really really good. And as I said earlier, I use Spotify to find them, and uh, when you can listen to the whole song, they they're really good ones. And the, the one they used that I really like is, um, uh, what was the title? Something Inside of Me, which is okay. quite a fun one. And uh, it's one that they used, uh, I think, when uh, uh, him, uh, when uh, George and, um, and, and uh, Curly kind of yeah. uh, 
kind of bound together. You know, they, the 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 time where, and in in a way, the the title works so well because it's like Tully just burrow into the house in a way, yeah. and uh, he makes his way into uh, into George's heart in a way. And I, I think the title, something inside of me, just works. It's yeah. a fairly happy, boppy kind of music. Uh, yes, yeah, so Susan, I said it when we talked about episode two. Yeah. It's the whole bit where George becomes like mini me. Yeah, <laughs> it's just exactly, like, you know, exactly. Uh, it's like a carbon copy of Tully. So, yeah. yeah. And then uh, also by the choral, you've got a shadow, a shadow fall, shadows, shadows fall, which mm-hmm. uh, is when, which is more a eerie kind of disjointed kind of uh, track. And it works so well because you listen, you hear that one the very first time George meets Tully and uh, he doesn't want to do anything, to have anything to do with him. But at the same time, he's quite interested to to know a bit more. You know, he's, he's got that dual idea towards mm-hmm. him because he, he knows deep down that he can get something from him. But at the same time, he doesn't want he, he wants that out of the house and so on. And they use that track a couple of times when, and it is like, ah, I don't want to know anything about you. And it's an interesting track. It's like, as I say, quite disjointed type of track. Do you first hear it when George goes back to the house on his own and he tells Tully, like, don't follow me. And it's that track you hear when he's making mm-hmm. his way back home. And it just works so well in my idea. And then on fun one, you've got the hands of love that, they play in the cafe when Tully tries to show George how how to uh, to chat up, you know, when he get the phone. Yes. And it just just having that, which, which works so well with Nina, well, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> Again, it's like they picked a track just to work with what's happening in there. And uh, when Tully is cooking in the house the first morning, he's got the the song they use is "Cuddly Toy," which. You know, it just like that's the way he wants to show himself. Like he's nice and cuddly, and he's cooking for for uh, Annie, even though he knows she can't eat, and he's gonna take advantage of it. But that's something different. But you know, it's like the the way he presents himself is like, oh no, I'm all nice and cuddly, and well, he's not really. Uh, but again, I think it then just picks such nice songs and thing to work. And and at the end of the episode, there's uh, sorry, that's my husky who's making noise for some reason. That's okay because we, we've had Susie's uh, Do- dogs yes, we join us on previous yeah. podcasts, so um, uh, it, it's a tradition. Yeah. Now we we find that dogs seem to know more than us, so they're they're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so at the end, they uses uh, they use Shobbies by Muse, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when. Um, um, Mitchell gets the DVD back okay. from the bean. And yeah. uh, if you know the the first song, and you can hear, I think you can hear it, that one, uh, the lyrics, the, the first line is controlling my feelings for too long. I've been controlling my feelings for too long. And the whole song is kind of on addiction. And it just sums up so much uh, everything about, you know, George having to face who he is and Mitchell struggling with his addiction, so it just like, mm. it just works so well. It just it's, ama- it's amazing that how yeah, effectively what, yeah. they managed to find songs or these modern pop culture type you know yeah. songs from popular bands that fit the story arc so well. And well, what I find amazing is like they find the time to go and pick something exactly to work so well with it. Yeah. So 
But it shows what a complete labour of love the yeah. whole show has been for the people behind it. Yeah. And um, episode three, uh, which you just covered, <laughs> it's all about 80 music, quite a lot of those. And, yeah. uh, but you've got tracks such as, well, you've got Tainted Love, which, you know, when you know what's co- what's going to come later on and uh, what you're going to learn about uh, uh, Annie and uh, uh fiancé, <laughs> He kind of quite, you know, it does work. Mm-hmm. And then you've got um, Girlfriend in a, to- in a Coma and Ghost t- Town. I think one of my favourite tracks in that one is called a Little Garçon uh, from Born Ruffians. And it's... You, you pronounce that so well, Adele, I'd <laughs> like to say. Thank yeah. you. It's and... almost as if you're a native French speaker. True, true. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, it's uh, it's one of the I think it's the only non-eighty track for most of the uh, uh, the the episode, and mm-hmm. that's because it's when uh, Annie goes helping around Owen's house, mm-hmm. and uh, and obviously it's not linked to the eighties anymore, and uh, and it's got a boppy happy tune which is like a bit puppy-like tune if mm-hmm. you want, and it's a bit like what. Annie is doing, it's like being like a little puppy following uh, uh, Owen and doing everything for him. And it just yeah. like kind of worked really well. Hmm. So those are the ones I quite like in that episode. There's many more, many that we could mention, but I think those are the ones I really, really like. Oh, no, and you've got also, have I must not forget that one, uh, from the specials, you've got a Tunnel of Love. Uh, which is when uh, Gilbert is trying to show Gilbert Fern to uh, Annie. It's like all that pas- passage where you can see like lots of uh, uh, different clippets of what he does when they go shopping for CDs and when he's dancing on the park and everything. And uh, and I just think it works so well because that's at that point that really is falling in love completely with Annie, isn't it? It's like all that mm-hmm. time he's spending with her. And having that song tunnel of love just works so well it just like so those are the one i really like in episode um, three anything else okay. no no <laughs> i'm you're, just you're talking doing so job. much it's just like, no oh, no it's, it's brilliant because as i said i mean it, it, this is part of the problem that okay. we just you know we you know susan and i just we we talked about this and we're like yeah we, we'd love to talk more about the music but we just haven't looked into all this and yeah. uh, and you have and it's great and you know, I'm I'm loving the fact that it it adds a whole extra level of depth that, you know, I'd I'd obviously listen to it. I've thought, oh, you know, I like the music and the music seems to fit well and stuff. But when you actually look into, as you said, the song titles and the lyrics and how the lyrics tie up, and not even just that, but as you said, the fact they they switched from 80s music when they were no longer in an 80s scene, so so to speak, it's just very cleverly done. Um, So... uh, Episode four, which... Uh... Uh, the, it is my favourite episode of the whole series. And I've got to say, it's got some of my favourite music in there as well. Mm-hmm. And the opening scene, it just, for me, is the best opening scene. Uh, it's when um, Mitchell, you, you see him walking and it's mm-hmm. just changing through the ages. Yeah. And uh, that the song they use there is from Alabama 3, uh, which mm-hmm. is, in fact... Uh, a London-based group, or Brixton-based okay. group. And uh, it's called Too Sick to Pray, Don't Call the Doctor. And uh, it just 
you know, it, you can see it's like, in a way, he is too sick to pray, he's too sick to ask for a, a redemption, and it just like, and it's got a mixture of uh, guitar and vocals, which is, you know, with the name Alabama 3, you kind of think of also Louisiana and uh, and then Ayn Rice Vampires, and it just works so well, and just, and that, that music just go and listen to it go and try to find that track and listen to it all of it it just a brilliant track so that is my favorite one and um i think at one time it says uh in the song i mean i am in a lonely place which is exactly what uh mitchell is feeling you know you, you can say it. it's like all his existence until that mm -hmm. point where uh, he was a vampire and uh, moving through the ages and uh, finally to get to Bri uh, to uh, Bristol and getting in a house. But until then, he was in a lonely place and it just, it worked so well. Mm. Um, then you've got another song from them uh, called Sad-Eyed Lady on the, of the Low Life, which is also used in there. And um, it's used at the end when... Um, when Mitchell just give up and uh, and join the vampires and uh, you know he's he's tried it's kind of I quite like the fact that they use the same group at the, the beginning at the end it's kind of looping book uh, bookmark yeah bookends yeah, book, yeah. bookends it yeah and um, and the first one it's like well I'm, I'm lonely and and then it's like well yeah I'm failed and I'm going to join back with the vampires and it's just yeah. like I found to be a human and it just works so well. Um, I just love that episode. I, I can't wait to listen to what you have to say about that episode. Um, the Funnily enough, it's actually the one I was actually, on, uh, I guess in a way, I'm, I'm least looking forward to talking about because it's a pretty depressing episode for our characters. But you're right, it's a very good episode. I, it's such a strong um, episode. It just, it's such but, a uh, strong episode and so many things happen mm, in there and it is a turning point. And, oh, completely. And they've been leading to it, but... I'm not going to say more because otherwise it'll become a discussion on that episode <laughs> rather than no, music. Fine. Um, and what I find quite funny, they used also in that uh, episode uh, Barbie Girl from yeah. uh, Aqua on, yeah. uh, on the radio when, uh, and you know, I was thinking about it and I can see in a way the relevance of, the relevance of it because at that point, uh, Annie is you know, well, she's a ghost, but she's kind of a doll doing whatever and moving on, and she's not a you, not a person, and yeah. and I just think, it, you know, and it's only a few seconds of it, and and it just works, I think anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Thinking about the lyrics to that song, I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit I can actually remember the lyrics oh, to that listen, song. listen, it's been on the on the radio uh, yeah, so much right. in England that even if you did, didn't want to listen to it, you would. It, kind it's of pretty impossible. Song, it like yeah, stay branded on your uh, on your mind. You know, <laughs> uh, episode five. Mm. Um, they didn't. Oh, they use quite a few episodes, but you've got quite a lot of theme for each characters that kind of come back all the time, and that's their own music. But yeah. uh, I mean, episode five is all sort of like I guess Empire Strikes Back type yeah. episode, isn't it? Where yeah. you know the three of them go into the lair and everything else kicks exactly. off. And, uh, um, I, th I think one of the best one they've used though is uh, uh, towards the end when. Um, when Owens get back to the house, 
mm-hmm. and it's all cocky and and they're using uh, sister sisters comfortably numb and in mm-hmm. a way it it just worked because he doesn't know what's hap- what's going to happen to him and he's he's comfortably numb yeah. in his ignorance of everything and uh, and he just think he's the the big one uh, while well, he's not and i just think the irony of the title just works so well it's just brilliant um the other one that's lovely uh and that is not that that i i did find that on the on their blog and um they used uh, when lauren dies and i love a death sequence i think it's, it was so mm-hmm. well made and they use like a a uh, uh, i can't think of the english word for it uh more it's more like uh opera type of music and it's love is mm-hmm. my reason by uh yvonne novello yeah. and uh and it just like you know it's it just works so well and it, it is like she dies for love you know in a way yeah. she does it it's, it's a like, very powerful it's a redemption powerful scene because i mean as we uh, as we sort of talked about when in our chat in episode three the whole bit where lauren goes to go clean and stuff yeah i'm never too sure even now how much of that was her wanting to go clean and how much of it was her being sent by herrick to try and get mitchell back you know by showing you what he was I... missing and so and so forth. and you've always got this question all the way through four into five around yeah you know how much lauren really I think um, she's it being... truly loves mitchell until you get to that death yeah. scene and yeah. the music and everything else really brings home yeah. to you it's, the depth of her feelings, yeah. I think that's, again, that's one of the best scenes in the whole series for me. I think mm. it's like, it's so well made and, it's very and powerful, yeah. so unexpected as mm. well. Uh, I mean, the whole scene with um, uh, with her coming and saving them from Seth. Mm. Uh, I, I, yeah, you just don't see a whole film. And you know, the, the music like, really adds to that. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, yep, yeah, those uh, they've got an uh, Franz Ferdinand track as well, "Take Me Out," mm-hmm. uh, which is when Annie's goes to Owen's house, and uh, and that just kind of work as well. It's like "Take Me Out of My House," "Take Me Out of My Non-Life," when yeah. she's trying to get back there. So I, I think that works as well. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, episode six. Yes, episode uh, six, the the big showdown episode. Yeah. Um, We've got uh, The Holy City uh, by Michael Crawford. That works quite well as well. And um, uh, Where is Home? That's when they're taking Mitchell to the hospital and it's just like, uh, that's by block party. And uh, mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's like, yeah, what's going to happen? Where is home? Because home is not home anymore. And, uh, and you've got all that, everything's happening in their life and they don't know where where they're standing anymore, so that that works as well. Um, you've got another Johnny Clash, uh, The Man Comes Around. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a, just a brilliant song yeah. in itself, yeah. yeah. I mean, that song by itself has a hell of a lot of power yeah. in terms of the, the words and stuff for that, uh, and then overlaid in, in that, you know, that scene and everything else is, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I just love the fact that they, they just work so hard on the, on finding the right stuff for for each of the episode, to be honest. So, so that's my take on their music. I think. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've got to say the music in the second episode uh, in the second series. Mm-hmm. 
I haven't looked into it as much. I think you, when you watch it the first time around, you more listen, like, watching. Yes. And then it's only when you watch it a few times more. Uh, well, I think what, what that, we need to do is once once yeah. we've, you know, got through the second series and it's out on DVD, we'll have to get back together again and have yeah. you know, this part two and have a chat about the, uh, the second series <laughs> yeah, of music. Yeah, that'd be but, nice. Um, but no, I mean, I, I I really do appreciate that you've you've taken the time to talk to us, and also, you know, I've, I've looked into all that stuff because, no you know, as I said, I mean, I always thought that the music was good, but I never fully appreciated just the depth of work. I yeah, mean, well, you, you really, the more you think about it, the hours, the you know, the amount of hours of effort that must have gone into. Um, or people hours of effort, whatever the appropriate yeah. term is now, and, and often <laughs> uh, to it's actually only... just match the songs, yeah. And yeah, and often it's only a few chords or just a few beats mm. of the song, and yeah. you think like, well, why why should they bother to try to actually find something where the title of the song would be relevant or not? And I guess it's because they know there is dedicated fans who've got nothing better to do than go and look it up, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, there's they, they run the risk of obsessed people yeah. talking about it on a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. It's just <laughs> for us. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, okay. but no, but this being said, quite a lot of things I mentioned, I could only have done it by uh, looking at some of the blogs. I've, uh, from last year, it's like I was looking into the music and then maybe two or three days after I started looking at some of the music, they, they had like a blog entry on music of the first and second episode and it's just like made my life easier. So the hard work has not been that hard for me, to be honest, because it was all published and I just went and listened to the episode, to the, to the tracks, fandom and, uh, mm. but that, I think it's, it's worth going and listen to some of them. And as I say, Alabama 3, just go and listen to them because they're really worth listening to. Brilliant. Well, um, well, ideal is recorded today. You know, a while of yeah. being human for us, um, due to the the vagaries of the way that the show posts and will come out and stuff. You'll actually hear that after this show airs. Yeah. Um, would have probably worked better the other way around, but uh, that didn't quite get a plan. But um, so you can hear a bit more about what ideal loves about being human when that runs. But um, I guess ideal. Do you want for those people that might think you know. Um, well, we'd like to go and hear you in other stuff. Do you want to uh, just take a minute to to pimp uh, the other big podcast that you work on? Yeah, okay. I I work on the Sending a Wave podcast. It's a Firefly, uh, Serenity, anything to do with any of the actors linked to Firefly and Serenity podcast. But especially now, we're doing a lot about Brancard Redemptions because they're brilliant people working on uh, a fan film. And you could find a lot of things about them. Just go to Brancard Redemption. Look it up, Brancard's Redemption. Uh, our yep. podcast is otherwise anything to do about Farfly and, uh, and Serenity and there's three of us uh, just chatting about what we fancy chatting about it so if we could do it in a pub I think we would be doing it in a pub regularly but yeah. we're kind of doing it around um, sitting around the sofa and just talking about stuff we're yeah. interested in and so if you haven't I mean obviously I'll, I'll post a link to send you away in the show notes um, yeah, but, or you can find yeah. us on uh, sendingawave.wordpress.com and you can find Excellent. everything about us on there. 
Yeah, and I think you're on iTunes as well, aren't you? We, yeah, you can find us on iTunes and we're also on Facebook, so you can uh, join our Facebook group. And uh, we're just about two people away from 100 people, so just like, some people join us, that'd be lovely. So there you go, at least two of you. Two of you, please. please. Two of you, please. <laughs> just <to> be- <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, so anyways, it's, it's a fantastic podcast. I listen to it regularly. And, Thank you. And, uh, yeah, Adil and, and the rest of the Sydney Wave crew produce a brilliant show, so uh, fully fully recommend it to everyone so so i guess that pretty much wraps us up doesn't okay. it Adil? so yeah that's it well yeah, thank, so thank you for you. having me on anyway well thank you for taking the time to uh, to talk to us really appreciate it okay and i'll be uh, listening to your next podcast in a few days or a few weeks uh yeah well hopefully <laughs> <laughs> well they, they will be well now we're on our we should hopefully stick to regular schedule so um there'll be a mini coming out um, well, as we're recording this, the we're coming out next Friday, and then this this show will air two weeks after that. So, Excellent. brilliant. Well, thanks again, Adil, and speak to you soon. Yeah, bye. Okay, bye. We'll see you later. Okay, I'll see you later, guys. Sometimes questions are more powerful than answers. How is this happening? What are they? Why them and not others? Why now? What does it all mean? In a world where ordinary individuals I was at a bar. I had a beer. Begin to discover their unique abilities. I think I can fly. Ten people from across the nation will chronicle the events as they unfold. I'm going to be here. Guiding fans from all over the world deeper into the extraordinary lives of heroes. The Ninth, a Heroes Netcast. www.heroescast.com. Also available on iTunes. And uh, we're back, aren't we? Well, we're back, but you haven't been gone, but we're back. There we go. Anyway, so uh, that was the discussion with Adil. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. It was a shame that uh, Susie couldn't make it back in, in time for uh, for us to all three to tie up. But next time we have a guest on, then hopefully we'll manage to uh, work the time zones and business trips and everything else so we all get online at the same time. But um no I, I think oh, I mean, definitely. I, yeah, I mean I really enjoyed talking to Adil and I thank her again for taking the time out of the weekend to uh to spend talking with me and sharing all the, the stuff that she's found out and the insights into the music of season one. Um and as I said at the end of the discussion um, once season two is wrapped and the DVDs are out there and so on and so forth, then uh, we'll get uh, we'll get Odile back on to talk about the music in season two, because the if anything, I, I think the music's got even better in season two. Um, so um, and also quite you know amusingly enough, um, we'd been planning to talk about this. I mean, we mentioned this in the show, but we had generally been planning to talk about this for quite a long time. And literally the day before we were scheduled to record the discussion, the BBC posted a whole blog entry about music and being human up on the website. So um, 
timing. Yeah, because we were laughing about that. Yeah, the timing couldn't have been more perfect. So um, if you haven't got had chance yet to go and uh, look at the whole thank you for the music um, post, then uh, if you are, assume you got access to it. But uh, um, I'll try and uh, remember to include the link for that up in the the show notes and um, and check it out. So um, I think we're done. Um, Susie, have you got anything else you want to talk about for uh, episode five? No, I just I wish I could have been there to chat with her too, but I couldn't. But next time. Next time, indeed. So, well, we're we've had a few. Well, you know, why all of being humans um, sent into us. Um, so we've got a, a few lined up for the next couple of months, but uh, we obviously want more. Um, so if you're interested in either sending us an MP3 or if not sending us through some text we've actually had um we've actually had one person comment through on the the website and stuff about the show and share their reasons why they love being human so i will mention that um, oh i saw that on the blog i saw that yeah so that i will actually refer to in Oh, this is getting far too confusing now. So this is going to be in the the while of being human, um, which uh, will actually I think I'll probably try and slot it into the one with a deal. So that'll be in two weeks' time. So um, I know so I like it that. when people go on and comment because hmm. I really do read those and I go back and I like to comment to their comments. Yeah, so. no, I mean, please, yeah, we want comments. Um, if I mean, we're up on iTunes in the iTunes store. If you search in the iTunes store for Be Human Cast, you'll find us there. Uh, I'd love for us to get some ratings and some comments on the iTunes store because that's how people decide to listen to us. So if you feel like helping us out, then please go and rate us there. So, yeah, so that oh, yeah. comments um, anywhere where you're out and about um, blogging about being human. If you in- enjoy what we do, then please point people our way. And um, as I said, if you want to share your Why You Love Being Human story with us, then uh, please do so. So thank you once again for taking the time to listen to episode five. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And uh, we'll we'll see you soon and uh, look forward to you listening to us in two weeks' time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Being Human Cast is a non-profit podcast. Being Human is owned by the BBC and Touchpaper. No copyright infringement is intended. Music used is from Podsafe Audio. You can contact us at feedback at beinghumancast.com or via our website, www.beinghumancast.com. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll be here. We'll see you later.